in this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional, Goodbye 2023 and Hello 2024. But before we say goodbye completely, let's take a look back on 2023 and celebrate our best of moments. Listen in now. Hi, hello everyone, and welcome to Orange Juice Optional, and welcome to 2024. I can't believe that we are stepping into another new year, year full of opportunities and mysteries as of right now. And I'm Uh here today with Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm really well. It's probably not a mystery that you're here with me today, though. (laughs) No, no mystery there. (laughs) How are you? Good. I, once again, am sitting in front of Starbucks recording because there's something fatefully wrong with my internet at my home. So How are they going to resolve that? Well, when I figure out who they are, that might be the solution right Like there. the internet company? Well, my internet is strong. And so there's really nothing the internet company can do about it. We just can't figure out why it's not extending into other parts of my home. I have one little corner of my house that I get internet, but it's a very public part of my house. So I can't record from that spot. I go anywhere else in my house and I do not have internet. Hmm. So I have one corner that I can sit on to do my computer work. Um, Our Roku TV works, but you move out of that space and I have no internet. And we've tried extenders, we've tried a mesh system, and we cannot get past this little corner of our house. Well, I'm reluctant to say this, and it might irritate you. Mm -hmm. It's not operator error. No, I wasn't going to say operator error, because that probably would have irritated you. I was going to say, do you think it had something to do with your remodel of the backyard? Absolutely. I mean, it happened to our water line, that our sprinkling system for our property. It happened to our outdoor lighting. (laughs) We've all had to. And so my guess is, although they don't claim it, it was probably something that happened during the outdoor remodel. But now I just have to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. Wow. That would give me a headache. I would be pulling out every hair in my head in frustration. Right. And, And it is. It's so frustrating because it's worked up until now. And now it's been literally two to three months where I can't figure it out. I don't know what to do about it. Hmm. And my son just told me, he said, call Best Buy, have the Geek Squad come out, and they'll figure out figure it out for you. So I do feel like the Geek Squad can solve just about any issue out there. Let's hope so, because that's going to be my next step. Okay. Well, is your remodel done? No, because we still have the issue around my pool where they put in the wrong tile and they have to take that all out and put in the new tile, but they're going to do that in the month of January while you and I are traveling. Okay. Well, there's something to look forward to. That's already a positive of 2024 that that project will be completed and you won't have to be home for the disruption of workers. Correct. Well, I'm going to quickly change the subject and we are going to jump into our topic of the day. Okay. Well, Suzanne, I thought it was brilliant 
that you came up with this whole next segment. Well, it's because I am brilliant. Thank you. Yes, because that's why we have a whole different segment called What Would Suzanne Do? <laughs> but <laughs> I was struggling a little bit trying to think of a fun thing to do to start off 2024. And you said, why don't we take a look back and do the best of 2023? And I hope we both have answers for our best ofs. Some of them might be a stretch because you sent me the list and I'm like, I don't know what to say. So I came up with something and it truly is something that stuck in my memory, but it's hard to go back a whole year and recall all the cool things that we've done. True. This might skew to the last quarter of the year because it is hard to go back a whole year. But in some of these, or in some of these cases, it may be from 2022 because I can't really remember where it fell in my world. Okay. Well, we'll just give 2023 the credit because why wouldn't we? Right. It's our show. We can do what we want. That's right. And that was just my disclaimer. And we'll just assume it's all from 2023. Okay. Well, that sounds really good. So do you want me to read the category or since they're yours, do you want to read them? You go right ahead and read them. Okay. Well, why don't we start with what was the best thing that you ate? in 2023? Well, since you're asking, we ate at a Michelin star restaurant in Singapore, cut by Wolfgang Puck. And Jeff had a crab cake that he will never in his rest of his life stop talking about. He said it was by far the best crab cake he's ever eaten. At the same time, I had a filet that was the best filet I had ever eaten in my entire life. Okay, so not only was it the best thing you ever ate in 2023, but the best thing ever. Correct. But that being said, the best thing I ate in 2023 was the bolognese on the Regent Seven Seas cruise that we went on. And I once I discovered it, I think I had it every night of the cruise. I think you did. You might have taken a yeah. night or two off so you didn't get too sick of it, but right. you did enjoy it. I did. Okay, so what about you? Okay, well, first of all, I just want to say I tried to duplicate that Wolfgang experience for Jeff when we went to Hawaii, but the Wolfgang <laughs> that I picked wasn't even a Wolfgang Puck restaurant. They used the name Wolfgang, but it wasn't even related. And so it was I kind know. of an F there, but the food was really good. I thought it was a right. good meal. It was a good meal. Was it the best thing you ate in 2023? Oh, heck no. I am going to go with you on the Regent cruise mm -hmm. line meals because the best thing that I can remember eating in 2023, and it wasn't like the bolognese, I couldn't eat it every day if I wanted, but they had a really good beef wellington. And oh, that's it was right. absolutely a joyful moment when I saw that on the menu and they did not disappoint. So I would say the Beef Wellington was my favorite meal of the year, but close second. And this is kind of ridiculous, but I wait for it every year. Just this past month in December, we went to a restaurant in Hawaii called Giovanni's. They have oh, round table right. pizza. And that pizza was the best pizza I had all year. And I dream of it all year long. And then when I go to Hawaii, I get it. 
and it's a round table pizza, but there's nothing else it like is. it. So good. There is nothing else like it. I agree. And I tried to get my kids to go there before you came to Hawaii and they had no interest in going. They didn't, when I said round, it's like round table pizza. They had no interest. And it's like, you are so missing out. They did miss out. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Their not problem, good. not mine. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So what is the best thing that you watched in 2023? Okay. So now this, you said the best thing I watched and I said the best show, because if I'm telling you the best thing I watched in 2023, it's a commercial. And I know we all saw it around the holidays. It is the Amazon commercial where the three old women are watching the kids sledding down a hill. And the one friend gets it in her head that her three friends should go sledding again one more time in their life. And that commercial is pure joy. And I've cried. I've seen that commercial like a hundred times and I get choked up every single time I watch it. And I also, I think of my mom when I watch that commercial because it's such a great way to honor the very old who had wonderful lives before us. Think about your mom or your grandma. She had a remarkably wonderful life long before you ever made your entrance into this world. And my guess is we don't think of those people in our lives before they were in our life. And I, and so when I watch this Amazon commercial, I imagine my mom going sledding when she was a child, because that's what this whole commercial is about, are these three old women reliving their childhood. And you forget about that part of their life because you weren't in it. And that's so true. And I have not seen the commercial yet. I don't watch oh my the TV. And when I watch it, I fast forward through the commercials usually. Oh. So I will be on the lookout or I will go to YouTube and find that commercial right. to watch. Please so. watch it. The long version of it. Okay. I will definitely so, do that. But then I also have a favorite show I watched. But first, you tell me what your favorite show is. Well, or what I your favorite thing you watched yeah, and I'm sorry, I must have tra or not seen the word show. So the best thing that I watched in 2023, it's something I never wanted to see. It's something I never had planned to see. But when we serendipitously showed up in Bordeaux and got to watch the end of like oh. stage seven of the Tour de France and all the excitement on the ship below, that was really cool. It was. It and was. then the day before, even though somebody was needing to be evacuated from the cruise, seeing that whole thing oh. with the, the helicopter right above our room. Yeah. And that was removal. like a movie. Yeah. That was like a very cool action movie or something. Although, again, yes. I do feel very sorry for the person who was being airlifted out. Yeah. Okay. So, but I want you to think about it now. What was the favorite show? You watched. Okay. So in 2023, I latched on to some shows that I normally would think, why would I watch that? And I'm going to give you a couple examples. But then I'm going to tell you what show it is, which is going to be shocking to everyone. That was the best thing I watched, the best show I watched. Okay. So I watched The Summer I Turned Pretty, which I believe is on Netflix. And it's a coming of age story. 
So it's about teenagers. Did I think I'd like it? No. Loved it. Season two came out. Loved it. Virgin River. Again, Netflix. It's uh, it's an edgy Where the Heart Is, which is a hallmark. What is the name of that show? Is that what it's called? Where the Heart Is? Where the Heart Is. Yeah. It, that's a hallmark show. Virgin River is an edgy type of Where the Heart Is, which Where the Heart Is is another favorite show of mine. Although... That started long before 2023, as did Virgin River. But they both had new seasons out in 2023. Love those shows. Love them. Because they're just, just so good. So but, what was your favorite? Your very favorite show of 2023? This, this is a throwback. Okay. Because I discovered on one of my streaming services, MeTV, which is classic shows. And they run at 3.30 in the morning. My three sons, Steve McMurray. Oh, yeah, I remember the show. I love this show. This show is like, I could watch this show all day and all night. I love this show. And I record it so I don't have to get up at 3.30 in the morning to watch it. But I love this show. It's unbelievable. And it is such exercise in the culture of that era, which is the early 60s. It, it was on for 11 seasons, so it's probably early 60s to late 60s, but such a good show. And the difference in their culture versus how we live today, it's remarkable. But there's a lot of nostalgia that would go with watching that show again. I remember watching it as a child. It wasn't my favorite show, but I never missed an episode because I love Fred McMurray. He reminded me of my grandpa. Right. Right. And he reminded me, he reminds me very much of my dad which is probably why I was drawn to the show to begin with, because he he has the same stature as my dad, and he has the same kind eyes that my dad had. So anyway, that would be my favorite show that I discovered in 2023. Okay, well, a show that I really loved in 2023, and again, it's going to go more recent, like in Mm -hmm. the fall or late summer because (laughs) I've watched so many shows, but the one that's sticking out in my mind, again, something I never thought I would want to watch, but I did Mm -hmm. and I loved it, was Beckham. And that was a Netflix uh, miniseries, uh, Mm -hmm. series. I didn't know much about him, just said he was married to like a Spice Girl and he played soccer. Mm -hmm. But Man, that guy has got grit and determination and everything he persevered through, the mental mindset that it took to get through some of the things he went through. Like, it really was moving Mm -hmm. to me. I love that show. Good to know. I'll have to try that one. What was the best advice that you got in 2023? Okay, well, so I'm going to deviate a little bit on this one. Well, the first advice I ever got, I did not get in 2023, but it has come back to me in 2023 or it came back to me in 2023 many times. And that is everyone is going through something. That's a beautiful quote. And that is one that means different things at different times in your life. Right. And you should never get so caught up in your own something that you forget about the people around you who are also going through their own something. And something we Um, shouldn't take for granted. Right. But now I'm going to give you the best advice I think I gave this year. Okay. (laughs) And it was not to anyone related to me. Parent 
the child you have and don't try to change that child, nurture that child, how that child came into this world, nurture how that child came into this world. Don't try to change the things about the child that you wish were different. Man, that's why people come to you for advice. I mean, that's just something that I felt like I gave really good advice that day. And like I said, that was not to anyone that I'm related to. It was a random person who was dealing with something. The best advice that I got in 2023 was something about a tree and being rooted. And no, I'm kidding. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I do. No, I'm just kidding about that. Um, The best advice I got was don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. So don't give away your power to somebody who really you know, this opinion doesn't matter to you anyway, or feel down about it or worry about what they're going to think because I like why it. would you do that? Yeah. So that was the, the piece of advice that I came up with. What was your best app in 2023? Okay. And I'm just going to say this one came in 2021 or 2022, probably 2022, but I'm sorry, it's still the best app ever. It's called Picture This, where you can take a picture of any plant anywhere And it will tell you from your photo what the plant is, if the plant you took the picture of is healthy, and then it tells you how to care for the plant and what, how much water it needs and if it needs, where it grows the best. It gives you everything you ever want to know about this plant. I love this app. It's all from a picture. Picture this greatest app ever. And you do have to pay for it. But it's a minimal charge and I pay, you know, I pay yearly for it. So, you know, I'm paying like 25 bucks a year for this app and I use it everywhere we go and I use it all the time. And there's so many times when people will say, I wonder what that plant is. And I'll say, oh, let me tell you, give me a second. And then I can take a picture of it and I can tell you it's a brilliant app. And you did use it in the gardens of Christian Dior too, when we were trying to figure out what the different variety of plants were. Yes. Yes. I used it at the pineapple farm or the pineapple plantation in Hawaii when we were trying to decide if the plants planted in front of the plantation were actually pineapple plants, which they weren't, which if you're at a pineapple plantation, I don't know why you wouldn't plant pineapples in front of the plantation, but it's kind of like duh. they weren't. <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying, I've used it a thousand times since I got it. So what about you? What's your favorite app? And again, this is an app that wasn't created in 2023, but it's one I discovered in 2023. I use it all the time. Canva. I love it. Oh, that is a good one too. I love to create. And now they have an AI feature on it that helps me create things even faster. So in my book, a winner. That's a good one. Okay, well, speaking of books, mm-hmm. what was the best book you read in 2023? Well, and I stand by my choice of Whereabouts, which we read in our book club, just because it struck a chord with me. I loved it. And it was a very unique and well-written book. And I've had a lot of people say to me, I don't get it. Why did you like that book so much? But I just did because it struck a chord with me. Because a good book changes you and sticks with you. Good choice. What about what about you? 
Well, it's a book we actually didn't read in book club. I was going to choose it for the month of October. I had been Mm -hmm. to Kansas in September. I had an experience there, which led me to the book In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. It Mm -hmm. is the very first true crime novel, although he took liberties with it. And Mm -hmm. he was a talented man. And the way he put everything into context and the different viewpoints that he showed the story from, it was pretty remarkable. So I would say In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Now, best restaurant, Suzanne, do we even have to ask or is it Wolfgang's? It's it's Wolfgang Puck's in Singapore. Okay. Yeah. Hands and down. It's be- hands down. I mean, there's nothing that even came close this year. But what about you? I am a creature of habit, and I'm going to give a shout out to Angelina's here in Lake Havasu City. They have mm. really good food. It's where Rob and I go on our date nights. We like the atmosphere, the music, the the staff. It's just when we go there, we can just decompress. So that's why I chose Angelina's. What was the best TV episode that you watched this year, past year? Well, well, you answered that question first because I'm still debating my answer to that. As much as I hate to admit it, and I can't limit it to just one episode, but there's a show that I've watched for 10 years. It's called Vanderpump Rules. Um, (laughs) You get invested in the characters, and this year's Scandaval happened. And so as much as I didn't want to be drawn into the scandal of it all, I was. And uh, watching how the rest of that season played out and the reunion, I was captivated, but also a little ashamed of myself because this breakup really was happening to somebody. It did really affect many lives, and there was sadness that came with it. But I would say scandal. Okay. Well, I never saw that coming. I should have, but I didn't. You know, I, I, I'm all about the tea <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I know. Okay, then. Well, and I, okay, I have a couple. And the first one, I'm not sure it was in 2023, but I think it was the beginning of 2023. The season, the series finale of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I think it was actually the last two episodes. I loved, I loved, loved, loved the series finale of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So that series ended successfully. It's not one where you're like pissed you spent all that time watching the rest of the series because the finale was so bad. Correct. Okay. It was just, it maybe wasn't the direction I wanted it to go, but it, I loved, loved, loved that show. And the other show that I do know was in 2023 was this, I believe the series finale of Ted Lasso. And both shows I haven't watched, so I could not even (laughs) feedback on that. But I've been told to watch How can you not watch them? They are such good shows. Okay. Well, I just wrote both of those titles down and maybe on the upcoming trip, I'll watch them on the plane. You should. Okay. What was your best memory of the year? Well, I hate to say it because it ended badly, but the day my daughter found out she was pregnant was the best day of my life. Unfortunately, she miscarried, but 
the day she found out she was pregnant in January was the best day of my life. I don't know what to say because I'm so, I mean, in that moment, how you can embrace it and you be so excited and for everyone and then the last part. I don't know how yeah. to respond to that. Well, and I think that I think that the loss of the pregnancy doesn't take away from the pure joy of that day when she found out she was pregnant. I mean, it's true. That was pure, unadulterated joy. And so, you know, what came later doesn't diminish that. That is true. And that is a wonderful way to look at it because in that moment, it radiated. And yep. the excitement was pal, yep. you know, how, what is the word? Palpable. <laughs> I can't even say it. Yeah. You could Palpable. Like, yeah. You could just yeah. taste it. You could feel it. You could just. Yeah. Yeah. No. So true. Okay. So what about you? What was your favorite memory of the year? One of my favorite memories, actually my favorite memory of the year was when Colton and Zoe came to Anchorage. It was the first mm -hmm. time he was bringing her back home where he grew up mm -hmm. and he allowed me to be a part of it and to ride in the car while he showed her all his favorite memories. And oh, a lot of the memories fun. I knew, but some of them I didn't realize how much they touched his heart. So I just thought that was really a special day. Oh, that's a great memory. Yeah, I, I, I treasure it. So Let's see. What was your best purchase in 2023? Oh, hands down, my washer-dryer combo. <laughs> I, I mean, should have seen that coming, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hands down. And, okay. And I was, when I originally came up with this best of, I was in, again, I'm eating because I'm at Starbucks. Every episode now, because I go to Starbucks, I eat. So excuse me while I eat and talk at the same time. But, <laughs> but you know, I thought of the Christian Dior experiences. I thought of, but nothing even compares to my washer-dryer combo. And I will say, as excited as you are about that washer-dryer combo, when I came to visit mm -hmm. you, you didn't even show it to me. That's true. I didn't. I probably had so much else to show you that I forgot about it. <laughs> okay. Well, that will be on the agenda for the next visit then. Yes. Yeah, so what about you? What was your favorite purchase of the year? Okay. This is a really small purchase, but was completely excited about it. As everyone knows, my husband is doing a new podcast, Guy and the Badger. Uh, it's on mm -hmm. YouTube. But he, part of his charm, I guess, in that show is every episode he's wearing a different hat. So I had coasters made that oh. have different pictures of him and different hats. And it says it's badger time. And then like on the bottom, it'll say, get your claws out or he's not that <laughs> funny or like little sayings on him. It's mm -hmm. just something little, but I thought it would bring him so much joy and that was my favorite purchase of 2023. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Again, something so little can bring so much joy. It's all yep. about the intent behind it. Okay. Yep. What was the best performance or performer that you saw in 2023? Okay. I don't think I necessarily, it necessarily has to be someone I saw. 
But I did see Adele, which was phenomenal. Saw Pink, which was eh, just because of the bad seats we had. But my favorite performer of the year is Taylor Swift. And I didn't even like Taylor Swift. But I'm telling you, that woman is should be one of the most admired women in the world right now because she has her shit together. Did you see the era tour or the the movie? I did not see the movie. I okay. should watch that. And is it just based on articles that you've read? Okay. So I'm going to give you my little quick story. I was in Seattle visiting my grandchildren. I stayed at a hotel downtown and I was the only person in that hotel that was not going to the Taylor Swift concert that weekend. The entire hotel had transformed itself into Swiftyville or something. There was Taylor Swift garb everywhere. I mean, and every single person was wearing Taylor Swift stuff, which I don't even know about. And then the day of the concert, I was down on the waterfront so it was, it was probably August. It was hot. I was sitting outside with my son and daughter-in-law and grandkids eating fish. Now, all the way down the end, other end of the city at the stadium where she was performing, an outdoor stadium where the roof was, we could hear the cheering of the crowd when Taylor Swift, we could not hear Taylor Swift. But we could hear the cheers across town during her concert. And in Seattle, it actually, there was so much activity that it actually registered on the Richter scale as an earthquake from that. That's crazy. And I was, I was blown away by it. And then I found out that after, I think she did two performances. After her performances, she donated, like, I'm going to say $50 million. It could have been $5 million. I can't remember the number. To cause in the city. I think it was Food Bank in Seattle. I'm not sure. But she leaves behind a legacy of her time in every city she performs. And that is not widespread knowledge. That is something she just does because she is thankful that the city let her perform. And I'm thinking this girl has her shit together. I mean, she knows. And I also heard, which I don't know. I'm sure it's accurate. But she gave every single person in her on her entire crew like a 10,000. Maybe it was 100,000 dollar bonus just for helping her perform just for helping her get on stage and you don't hear about that stuff but seattle was very good about bringing that to the attention of seattle that this is what this woman did because she performed here she left a legacy i just read an article about her because she is impressive i have always loved her music. Mm -hmm. She is very impressive young lady, but I guess her first tour was supposed to be an opening act. And I'm wanting to say it's for Kenny Chesney. I can't remember, but that's the name sticking in my mind. But Mm -hmm. he had a sponsor who was selling 
alcohol or an alcohol-related product. And so she was not able to open for him because she was only 17 when this tour was happening. So when she turned 18, he sent her a check saying, you know, I'm sorry you couldn't be a performer here, but you're up and coming. Here's like what I want to give you. And she did use that to get started. But also, I believe the article said to give bonuses to everybody who helped her. Like she didn't just take Mm -hmm. it for herself. She did think about the other people supporting her. So I thought that was a beautiful read and really enjoyed hearing that story. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. She just makes sure that she is doing the right thing by everyone. And I think she does it to the best of her ability. And you've got to admire that person. So anyway. Definitely do. And are you now a Kansas City fan too? Well, no, because I think that whole thing is stupid. (laughs) And, And I think, frankly, the fame that she brought to whatever his name is and his family will probably bring them down and it might damage his career right now they're on the top of the top of the world but yeah i think eventually it could actually do some damage to his career but i mean that's her impact though i mean she has a remarkable impact she does and i will say that i have started following um jason and travis kelsey and jason's Mm -hmm. wife uh Kylie, because Mm -hmm. I've watched a couple episodes of their podcast. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. So funny. But I would never have found them had they not started um, the whole Taylor Swift thing had not started. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. But but moving on, who was your best performer or performance of the year? Well, I don't watch a lot of live performances or even performances on TV. It's just Mm -hmm. not where I spend my time. So I would say the best performance of the year for me was Mamma Mia in London. It is the only performance I went to, but it stuck with me and I could not get those songs out of my mind for months. They're still there. And that performance, as you know, I'm a Mamma Mia mega fan. And I've seen Mamma Mia in every city I could possibly see it in. And London by far, was the most amazing performance ever. So that was a good answer. Oh, good. Uh, It's a Suzanne-approved answer. I like when that happens. Okay, well, I only have one more, and then we can go ahead and close this episode out. But what was your best discovery of 2023? My washer-dryer combo. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Get over the washer and dryer, Suzanne. I can't. I can't. It will forever. I mean... It was remarkable. What about you? Is it still bringing you that much joy? Yes. I mean, it is It is phenomenal. It is one of those things that I get, to, I get text messages from my washer-dryer combo telling me that my softener needs to be refilled or telling me that it's time to check your laundry or it's your laundry has been sitting in there for too long. Come and fold your laundry. I mean, the thing is phenomenal. So, Do you yeah, get more I, text messages from your washer-dryer combo than you get from me? Um, yeah. <laughs> I do. Man. It'll text me. It'll, it texts me all the time. Just a friendly <laughs> reminder. And have you put that number in as like my friend, the washer-dryer or something? Like, have you given no, it a and, name? 
No, it's not actually a text. There's an app that is connected to my washer and dryer. So the message comes through my app. And so it doesn't even ding when it comes up on my screen. It's just a message that pops up on my screen that says, your washer dryer lint screen needs to be changed. (laughs) I mean... Okay, well, that is a good discovery. My best discovery, and I'm going to go inward with this one, was that if I push my own boundaries, it's not going to kill me, that I Mm. am tougher and more resilient than I give myself credit for, and that it's okay to put myself out there and to trust that I'm living my truth, I'm being authentic to who I am, and not worry what other people think, or if there's going to be judgment. So pushing my boundaries was my discovery this year. Good for you. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I do too. With all those bests of 2023 now in the past, should we move on to closing? Let's do it. So here we are, Suzanne, at the end of another Orange Juice Optional episode, or almost. I do have one question about 2024. Okay. And here it is. Do you have any resolutions? Same ones I have every year. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, this is probably our third year of New Year's resolutions, but it's do something active, do something intellectual, and do something creative every single day. And did you do that in 2023? To the best of my ability. I love that, to the best best of my ability. Yeah, but it's with me. So it's a, it's a resolution that I don't ever forget. And so what about you? What's your 2024 resolution? Gosh, to try something new. I think that's my resolution every year. But I'll, I'll adopt or adapt. Or no, it's adopt. I'll adopt your resolution also. I think that's a good one. Okay. Okay, well, there you have it. Again, what is the book we are reading in the month of January? The Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. Okay, I am enjoying it so far. I'm looking forward to talking about it soon. And I guess all we have left now is to say Happy New Year's, everybody, and give you something to sip on. Okay. Okay. And this is your something to sip on, the first one of 2024. In the new year, never forget to thank past years because they enabled you to reach today. Without the stairs of the past, you cannot arrive at the future. And that's by Mehmet Murat Ildan. Okay. I, it's I, a great quote. It's a it great is a thing great to sip on. quote, but I completely slaughtered that last name. And I don't think if I tried it again, I would do any better. I could spell it out or you could check on Instagram at the end of this week because the quote will be on there with the correct Perfect. spelling. Okay. Perfect. Well, until next week, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.